here, welcome to She Can, the podcast, where the goal is for you to leave each episode feeling empowered to go after what you want and knowing that if she can, so can you. Let's get started. Hi friend, I hope you're well. Thank you, thank you for listening to this. Honestly, every time someone presses the play button in this podcast, I do a little happy dance. I may not know that you've actually pressed the button. However, spiritually, I'm doing a little happy dance because I'm just so grateful that you're choosing to spend your 20 minutes to half an hour with me just listening to the insights of the day. And I'm just so grateful. You're on my gratitude list every morning. So thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for choosing to spend your time this way. I'm very, very grateful for you. So I'm laughing because I am sitting here doing this podcast. I have about 20 minutes to half an hour before all hell lets loose and my children go and come in the door. They're going to be screaming, shouting, crying, saying, hi, mommy, dog will be barking and things are going to go crazy. So I had to record this right now. And the interesting thing is I've had all week to do it, yet I leave it till this moment. And Yes, I did know the kids were going to be out this out the house at this point. However, they're also sleeping every night after about eight o'clock. There's also been other times where I could have done it, but I've left it till this point. And it got me thinking about procrastination. It's something that, oh, if we could overcome it, would just all be smashing the life out of our goals. And it's something that we all deal with. Even the most successful people that I know deal with procrastination to some extent. But there is a little bit of science behind it and there's things that you can do to avoid it. So why do we do it, first of all? It comes back to what I spoke about in the last episode, which was the two different parts of your brain. Part of your brain is designed to keep you safe, to keep you comfortable, and it's focusing on the immediate feeling the immediate response it wants to keep you comfortable in that moment so it resists any form of change or uncomfort or anything like that so when there's a task that you know will drive you forward that you know that you have to do that you know will take you towards your goal your brain says oh but it's going to be a wee bit annoying or it's going to be a wee bit hard to do or it's going to you just hate that task so it finds everything in the world that needs to be done other than the actual task itself. So you maybe experience this as maybe you need to get your accounts done. However, before you do those accounts, you know that you need to hoover the carpets. You know that you need to do the washing. You know that you need to sort out those files that have been sitting on your desk for goodness knows how long. It's really not urgent. But all of a sudden, it's the most urgent thing in the world, okay? And if anyone questions you in that moment, then on their head be it. You're not responsible for your actions. (laughs) Has anyone ever felt like that? Maybe it's just me, but I don't think it is. It's something that we often do. And often it's just because of those two parts of your brain so there's also it's called time inconsistency so your brain can't really decipher between the present you and the feeling of this right now this is where I'm going to feel versus the feeling of the future you I'm going to feel so much better once I've done it though I'm going for those goals I'm going to feel like such a new woman if I just go out that run or do those accounts or do the income producing activity maybe you own a business and you know what your income producing activity is so that's anything that you do in your business that will actually move the needle So anything that will actually make you money. Often as a business owner, we do all the stuff around it. We do the posts on social media. We do the 
and the fun stuff we do the calls we listen to the personal development we listen to the podcasts but what will actually move the needle though and that's the thing that you need to really prioritize so a couple of techniques that I have learned over the years for procrastination are really really worthwhile just having a look at and having a think about the first one is by Brian Tracy who wrote a book called Eat That Frog and he's dedicated a whole book to this but I mean you don't need to read the book that basically the book says get up in the morning do the hardest thing that you have to do first so if you had to eat a frog obviously it's going to be the most horrible thing in the world so you're going to just have to do it first and then you can get on with your life whereas if you leave that frog jumping about your house causing mayhem jumping about your head you know, just rub it in everywhere. You can't concentrate on anything else. You know that you're always going to have to do that task. And as time goes on, the frog, like it develops tentacles and it develops wings and it starts to breathe fire. It gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. The longer you leave the task, the frog becomes this dragon. And you're like, what happened? It was just a little tiny frog a minute ago. And now I've built it into such a big deal. I've been overthinking it and delaying it and letting it just grow arms and legs and tentacles and extra eyes and all sorts of horrible things. And all of a sudden, it feels like the hardest thing you're ever gonna have to do in your life. It's actually not. See if you just did that the first thing in the morning when you got up that day, you wouldn't be feeling like that. So eat the frog, do it first thing in the morning. And that will really help you. So if you know that if you, if you exercise, for example, but you always put it off and put it off and put it off and then you end up doing it in the evenings and you just know that if you do it in the morning, you're going to feel so much better about everything. You're going to be have more energy for the day. You're going to feel more exhilarated. You're going to, your focus is going to be better. Then do the exercise first thing in the morning and really get good at just having that awareness, honestly, I think 99% of getting better and becoming the best version of yourself is self-awareness. And you want that for yourself. You want to become the best version of yourself. You want to get better at what you're doing. You want to get more efficient with your time. You want to strive for your goals. and know that because you're listening to this podcast. You're already a winner at life. This is just about dotting the I's and crossing the T's and just always going for that extra inch. The game is won and lost in the inches. It's those small moments, it's those small things. So eating the frog will make such a difference in your day. So that's the first thing to do. The second thing, think about removing the triggers for you. So if you are procrastinating and you always procrastinate by doing X, then remove X out of your life. So for example, I became aware probably about last year, that I was spending a lot of time cleaning my house. And this was something that I would do when I knew that I had to do a task, I knew that I had to get work done, I knew that I had to focus on my business, but the house was a, the house was a mess, or the house was dirty, or the bathrooms need cleaned, or the floor hasn't been cleaned in a few days, or whatever. So cleaning became my excuse for not doing the work. Because if I don't do it, who's going to do it? And if you ever catch yourself saying that, I mean, if, if I don't do it, then how's it going to get done? Don't be a martyr about this. There is a way. There is always a way. So what I realised was I'm going to have to hire a cleaner. I'm going to have to hire a cleaning company to come in and help me with cleaning my house because 
me using my time to clean the house instead of work that can make me money, that can pay the bills, that can put food on our table, that can allow us to live the life that we have become accustomed to, it doesn't make sense if I'm prioritising cleaning over all that. Why would you do that? And then you think about your hourly rate. What is your hourly rate for being a business owner, for being career woman, for being, you know, whatever it is that you do in your job, whatever your business is, if you are writing or if you're creating something, if you're building something on the side, what's your hourly rate for that? And what's the potential of that versus what is the hourly rate that you would have to pay out to get someone to help you clean your house? Because I would bet my bottom dollar that the hourly rate for you doing the cleaning is going to cost you a lot more in the long term. And again, this is just about focusing on the long term instead of the short term, because it's easy to just keep hoovering, keep cleaning, keep dusting, but it's not going to take you towards your goals. And I always always think, you know, it's not going to be in your gravestone when you die one day. Oh, her house was so clean. She she was always very well dusted. (laughs) There were never any cobwebs in her home. You know, that's not going to be a thing, but she touched so many lives. She created so much inspirational content. She helped so many people. Her books inspired the nation. Her business developed, whatever it is. You know, what's your vision for your life and does it involve the thing that you are procrastinating with? If you don't want it to be on your gravestone, she emptied the dishwasher really well. She did the washing so well. Her shirts were so well ironed. Then find a way to get rid of the triggers and delegate those tasks out. And know that cleaning, obviously, a cleaning company obviously costs money. But it's just about, again, thinking about the long term. And also, if you if you need help on other things like admin stuff or, you know, you could get a PA to do that if you're spending a lot of time designing stuff. There's a website called Fiverr, which, F-I-V-E-R, which basically you, you pay around about a fiver for stuff to get designed or for stuff to get done online. You know, there's all, there's simple ways to delegate. And the reason a lot of people don't do it is because they say, do you know what, see by the time I explain to someone how to do that task, show them how to do it, I would be as quick just doing it myself. But it's not about that, it's not about the actual doing of the task, it's about the headspace that it takes up in your mind and the headspace that that frog jumping about your head is taken up before you actually do the task. So think about that as well. If you're procrastinating on something that could be delegated, you just don't like doing it, stresses you out, you could ask someone else to do it, then just get someone else to do it. You know, there's there's always a way, there's always help that can be found. And obviously everyone wants a clean house, everyone wants to have a cobwebless roof, cobwebless corners of their home and well iron shirts and stuff. But there's a time and a place for it. If you have to do it yourself, then do it when you cannot be doing income producing activity or do it in a bundle. Or what you can do is bundle those actions. So say for example, if the ironing is something, then you can only do the ironing while you're listening to an audio that will better your mindset, then help you achieve your goals in future. Or you can only listen to an audio that you love 
while you're going the run that you've been procrastinating on. You know, there's there's things that you can do, can, it's called temptation bundling. You can bundle it all together that makes it easier to actually manage the task. But if there's something that you always fall back on, you always use as an excuse, just remove those triggers. If you're using your kids as an excuse, which I am very guilty of as well, then organize some childcare for an hour and you know that you have that childcare for an hour no more no less so you have to get that job done in an hour because in an hour's time the kids are coming in the door and then then your time's gone so that's that kind of touches on another part of it which is putting deadlines on the task if you don't have a deadline then it'll take you forever whereas if you've got a deadline like I do right now with my kids going to come in the door probably in about 10 minutes, then you have to just get it done. Often we procrastinate because we're perfectionists and we want to do it the best. We have really ridiculously crazy high standards. We want to do it and do it again and delete it and edit it and change it and do it again and do it again and do it again because we have the time. If you don't give yourself the time, squeeze that time down, give yourself the deadline of an hour or whatever, and then you, you'll find it much easier to just get the job done. And if you find yourself cheating on the deadline, you know, maybe you've you've put it down in your calendar and you've given yourself from 10 to 11, but actually you do know that you've actually got all day because the deadline for the accounts to be filed isn't until the 31st of May. So you've actually got longer than you think, for example, if you, if you play tricks like that on yourself, then create a deadline with someone else. If it's accounts, for example, tell your accountant that you will have those accounts to them by close of play tonight. If it's exercise, then tell your friend that you will meet her for a run at 7am because you're you're far more likely to let yourself down than you are to let someone else down. Because if you are a person who does what they said they were going to do, then you're far more likely to actually make that happen. And I believe that you know, most people are, most people want to have that integrity and be someone of their word and someone who does what they say they're going to do. So we don't like missing deadlines with other people. So create that deadline. If you want to, say for example, you want to do a Facebook live or an Instagram live, go online to your Instagram right now and say, I'll be here live on Wednesday night at eight o'clock talking about the price of cheese. (laughs) Talking about whatever floats your boat and tell your your audience on Instagram that you're going to be there because you won't let them down whereas if it was just something that you had in your mind then you're you're probably far more likely to put it off and put it off so create your own deadlines and put that out there give yourself that accountability and give yourself the time to do it as well put it in a calendar if you just have something floating around your head and you think you know going to have to do that at some point I really have to do that at some point I have to go through that excel spreadsheet it's usually stuff that really needs done but it's just a bit boring to do that we we procrastinate on something like excel sheets or accounts or I I find those things boring you're maybe a a different personality you're thinking how can you find that boring it's so rewarding getting an excel sheet all adding up together or doing your accounts and then it's done everyone is so different that's a conversation for another day but for me it's usually things like that that I procrastinate on so give yourself a time block and put it into your diary on this day at this time I'm going to sit down at my desk and I'm going to do that for that amount of time and it's far more likely to get done than if it was sitting on a to-do list because your to-do list is never ever done there's always something to be done Warren Buffett 
actually has uh he's one of the wealthiest men in the world if you don't know who warren buffett is he um has a rule called the five out of 25 rule i think that's what it's called and basically he writes down his 25 goals for the year 25 goals that you want to focus on 25 things that you want to achieve in your life 25 things that will really drive you and then you take numbers one to five you write them on a separate list and then you take the first list with the 25 you scrumple it up you put it in the bin and you never look at it again because what you've done is you've just prioritized that top five the five things that you actually want to do them because if you work on 25 things you're not going to achieve any of them if you work on five you're far more likely to because you're going to be focused with your time and focused with your goals and focused with your priorities another author who's written so many books in his life and his focus is 15 minute increments he believes that you can go over procrastination by just putting 15 minutes of work in at any given time because that 15 minutes is so powerful when you focus on that 15 minutes and then you just get it done 15 minutes done anyone can do anything for 15 minutes whereas when we build something up we think it's going to take us hours days weeks months it's going to be the worst thing of your life when you actually think no it's not come on you're being a drama queen just scale it back 15 minutes let's go and just get it done when you get over the action line, it's so much easier to continue. Do you ever do that? You procrastinated on a task for so long and then you sit down to do it and you're like, whoa, that was easy. That was much better than I thought it was going to be. I feel so much better now that's done. And it's done. It's out your life. You've pressed send. It's gone. You've done the activity and everything else is downhill from there because you've got that momentum. It's like pushing a pump you know, if you stop pushing the pump on a habit that should be consistent, then the pump stops and then it's going to take so much energy and action and pushing to get that pump working again. Whereas if you just did a little bit every single day, then that will... (laughs) I'm getting totally distracted here because I'm thinking a little bit of pumping every day. (laughs) That's what I recommend. Oh, I didn't even mean that, but... Hey ho. <laughs> oh, that brought a smile to your face. So now I'm distracted. Yeah, so the action line <laughs> the action line is so much easier than the approach to the action line. Once you start doing something, it gets so much easier. It's always, always harder in our minds than when you actually do it. It's so much easier. And then when you start doing it, when you start moving with it the motivation comes. The motivation isn't going to come before you do the task. It never does. Stop waiting for the motivation to get you to move. Move and the motivation will follow. That's how it works. So I hope that's helped. Remove your triggers, delegate what you can, eat that frog and just have a think about why am I actually putting this off so much? Because often it can be a mental conversation that you have to have with yourself It can be you putting limits on yourself and telling yourself that maybe you're not good enough to be doing that or why are you doing that anyway or any of that kind of thing, which is another conversation which is just about you building your belief. But nine times out of 10, it's just about taking action a little bit. Just if you need to run a marathon, put your trainers on and then see how you feel. The first thing is always, always the hardest and bring that deadline forward because honestly, it'll change your life bringing in deadlines and having that accountability with people and just doing short sharp bursts of focus 
and taking it from there because you'll always always feel so much better when it's done so i hope that's helped let me know if you're a procrastinator don't tag me in any posts of you filing hoovering dusting tag me in the posts of you getting it done because you know that's what's going to make you feel so much better you know that's what's going to build the better version of you so just go out there and make it happen loads of love see you soon Thank you so much for listening. If you found value from that episode today, then I would love for you to share it on your social media. You'll find me at Instagram at UK, and the podcast is at SheCanPod. And if you found value, then please hop onto Apple Podcasts and write a five-star review. I would love you forever. And that really helps the visibility of the podcast and helps us get good guests and all the rest of it on the podcast. So, Thanks so much for your time. Thank you for spending your half hour with me and I hope to see you really soon.